News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk. More than 90,000 animals were used for testing in Irish labs in 2022. That's according to latest figures from the Health Products Regulatory Authority. Dr. Dan Lyons, policy consultant at the Irish Anti-Vivisection Society, uh, joins us now. Dan, you have a problem with this? Yeah, I mean, these are 90,000 animals, many of whom have suffered quite severely. Most of these animals uh, were used to test uh, Botox-type products, <clears throat> which are about the most severe kind of animal test you can do. Uh, the, animal, the animals that receive the highest dose in these tests, they, st- they, they start to suffer paralysis. And then after about a day or so, they, um, the respiratory muscles start to fail. Um, they gasp for breath and they die of asphyxiation. So yeah, the, uh, some of this in particular is severely cruel and we're concerned that the HPRA aren't doing enough to control this suffering and to drive forward an agenda to reduce and eliminate this which is legally part of their duty. Uh, You obviously have a difficulty with it being used for the development of cosmetics. What about about medical care, healthcare products? I mean uh, we know uh, testing on animals has, has you know, brought antibiotics, it's brought immunizations, it's helped surgical procedures. I, I'm like, I'm even thinking polio, for example, I think was, uh, the, mm. it was first uh, tested on, the drugs used were first tested on rhesus monkeys. Um, mm. You know, we've made huge advances in medicine on the back, unfortunately, but on, on the back nonetheless of testing on animals. Do you have a problem with that as well? <clears throat> yeah, I think... It's it's wrong to knowingly inflict pain and suffering on animals. Um, I mean, how, having said that, technologically speaking, you know, 60 or 70 years ago, animal testing was seen as a way of uh, pre-testing products and uh, medical interventions before doing them to, to humans. But we know, now know that there's a lot of difference between different species of animals. So... Uh, doing tests on on animals doesn't always give a reliable indication as to what happens to human beings and we're seeing this with the the, the evolution of Botox testing where in some cases companies have managed to develop tests that are used um, that that use human cells and by doing that they're getting a much more accurate and reliable indication of how toxic the product is yeah so these days there are there are better, more accurate, and less cruel ways of of developing and testing, um, whether it's a medical or or a cosmetic chemical. But I, but I suppose the... I, I suppose Dan, some people listening, and look, you're you're absolutely entitled to your view, and you you it's a very it's a legitimate point of view. There will be people listening this morning who go. Yeah, you know, I agree with Dan on on Botox. I don't want to see animals in pain for the testing of Botox. But when it comes to um, major illnesses, major diseases, I'm kind of happier that we're testing on on rats or mice or or other types of, of species rather than human beings in order to help mankind. Well, I mean, there's there's two issues there. First of all, as things are happening... We've got a situation where even if for the sake of argument you accept um, that it's okay to inflict pain and suffering on animals for um, potential medical reasons, you've got in a situation here where you've got tens of thousands of animals that are being tortured to death, basically, for the sake of a product which is destined for cosmetic use. 
And what's happening is, is that when the companies are applying for a license for, to test Botox products, they're putting in the license that all of these tests are for a medical purpose. When in fact, as I say, the majority of those are for cosmetic. Now, what that does, that distorts the, the cornerstone of the legislation, which is what's called a harm benefit assessment. Now, by saying that these are for medical purposes, they are effectively providing false information on their license applications, which should be illegal. But mm. the, the the government and HPRA are turning a kind of blind eye. Well, I should point out. I should point out. I should point out, Dan, uh, and I'm I'm not a medical expert, but Botox can be used for medicinal purposes. I think, yeah. for example, um, I think migraine preventing migraine it can be used for that. Yeah, fair, fair, that's what I'm saying. Is it fair enough? But, you know, there's what's called, you know, we've got low-hanging fruit here in, stop, in terms of stopping animal suffering. And by, by kind of concealing the cosmetic use of Botox when they're applying for these licenses, um, they're causing the unnecessary and, I think, illegal deaths and tens, tens of thousands of animals. These companies in the HPRA have to work together, and the, the government has to say, look, you need to say whether, be honest, whether this product is being destined for medical or cosmetic use. Okay. Now... And, you know, you could, we could stop almost half the suffering of, uh, of animals in Irish laboratories if the government and the companies were just honest about this, this okay, process Dan. and weren't kind of using the loophole here. Dan Lyons, Dr. Dan Lyons, policy consultant at the Irish Anti-Vivisection Society. Thank you for talking to News Talk Breakfast. Let us know what you think. Do you agree with Dan? 087-1400-106. Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on News Talk.